Did someone say Unleashed? Welcome to the truth in politics, culture wars, and that chaos of Unleashed Entertainment Talk. Expand your mind now with D, live on the radio, and the daily shot of freedom podcast, UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com. Where most people stop, D begins. We talk about everything. Almost. Unleashed. Uninhibited. Unapologetic. Starts now. Good morning, Thursday, y'all. It is Thursday, January 11th, 2024. My name is D. We're going to have a action-packed show today. Thank y'all for joining us. You can check us out at WPBP 104.3 FM in Pearl, Mississippi. On the FM dial, or you can check out the TuneIn app at WPBP The Pirate. Or you can uh, join us in the Facebook Live right now. On Facebook, just type in Unleashed Entertainment Talk. You'll see the page. Click on the video in the comment section. You can get involved in the conversation for sure. Also, after the show, we are podcast. This podcast is available along with all the other podcasts. You can catch up on all of them at uh, UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com. Again, my name is D. It is Thursday, y'all. Another week going by. We broadcast out of Mississippi. We're getting ready to have some really, really cold weather for this particular state. Get ready. Get the fireplaces cranked up. We're going to probably need them this coming week, coming up after the weekend. So, anyway, what a insane day yesterday in D.C. Unbelievable. Hunter Biden showing up, y'all. Just... (laughs) uninvited showing up to basically spit in the face once again spit in the face of the oversight committee and the in dc you guys okay they're holding in him in contempt now now you, he in my opinion he showed up obviously because he's got a new documentary coming out to cover his butt with all these crazy things that he's been doing and these basically a foreign agent of course working for china you know we know all that but instead of going through the proper process because you know when you're subpoenaed it's a process you know people are like why won't the republicans just i mean why won't the republicans just let him you know talk he's willing to talk right there in front of the general public why because you saw what happened or you see what happens in these open hearings they only get five minutes to talk and they're interrupted the whole time you can't get any questions answered that way that's why it's a process each person has their hour or whatever they spend in the room alone with the evidence and hunter on both sides they don't want that though obviously they don't want that they'll blame everything on the republicans but really and truly we know what the real deal is we just absolutely do and (laughs) <laughs> All I got to say is craziness. We will be obviously talking about that. We'll be taking questions, comments about that. Our text line is 769-208-3809, 769-208-3809. Um, again, my name is D. You're listening loud and proud to Unleashed Entertainment Talk. Uh, we have State Representative Dan Eubanks representing the state of Mississippi. 
in his district coming in this morning at 7.30 a.m.-ish. We're going to talk to him about a lot of different stuff. But not only is he a state representative, he is actually on the ballot running for United States Senator representing the state of Mississippi, and he is running for Roger Wicker's spot. Uh, personally, I'm not a big fan of Roger Wicker, so that's just me. You have the right to and the option to choose whoever you want, and Roger Wicker may have done some good stuff for you. That's fine. I get it. That's why we still have elections. That's why elections still need to be fair and etc. Um, Roger Wicker, though, tends to vote the wrong way and just kind of relaxes his... He doesn't get, you know, talk to the normal public much. And that's another reason we need term limits. You know, he's been there a long time. He's caught up in his relaxed mode just going through the process of voting for stuff such as all the crazy money going to Ukraine that Zelensky has uh, extorted from the United States of America probably because he has deals worked out with Joe Biden and his son Hunter. Who knows? Anyway, we will get into all that when we have Dan Eubanks on. We will ask Dan the tough questions because he is he is game for the tough questions, okay? It's the way he's wired. Other things going on. There was a town hall debate. Well, it wasn't really a debate. A town hall with Donald J. Trump last night, hosted by Fox News, and then there was a Debate hosted by CNN on the far left with Nikki Haley, and who's also on the far left, just running for a Republican for some reason, against Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis. Okay. Uh, more of the same on CNN. You know, I flipped back and forth just to, just to see what was happening over there, and it's more of the same. Uh, if you vote for Nikki Haley, then you're voting for uh, basically a Democrat. She just calls herself a Republican, but that's exactly what you're voting for. Beware. You heard it here. Actually, you heard it a lot of places if you've been listening. And Ron DeSantis, let's talk about him. I think he started out this campaign with good intentions. He's done good stuff for Florida. But let's be honest, he's not going to beat Donald Trump. <laughs> he's just not. And Donald Trump pretty much solidified that last night in the town hall. If you listen closely, Donald Trump went straight in for real issues that are going on in the United States of America instead of slinging mud. Now, obviously, we know it's a two-tier system. We know they're going to go after him every day, every way. But I thought it was interesting a few things he said. They always say that Donald Trump is going after retribution, blah, blah, blah. He said, no, we're going after success, which we had last time. When it comes to success, it takes care of the retribution. As a matter of fact, success is retribution. Good for him. Good for him not to stoop down to the level of calling out other people, dictators, Nazis, and etc. Because look. We all have to come together. I don't mean the Democrats, because they're, they're just not going to agree. They're going to continue the cycle of drama, just like they're in the third grade. Bunch of little silly girls and boys at a skating rink drama. But 
we have to come together as conservatives and Republicans and fix the broken country. That That is the main thing. And we have to fix the no borders, the education system, obviously, the economy, you guys, and all of that. And we... And we have to get rid of the wokeism. Okay? Donald Trump said it would be a massive, massive, immediate shutdown of the border, which I believe the guy. He did it last time. Okay? And he said there would be the biggest mass deportation ever. I believe that too. Ship them out as fast as we can get them. It won't happen overnight. Of course not. There's no such thing as that. But a massive deportation with all hands on deck will happen, y'all, if we, as the people, choose the right person to move the forward country. I mean, to move the country forward, okay? And that's what it's all about. All right. Got some shout-outs here real quick. Good morning to Cindy, my beautiful friend. Good morning, Deb. Pat Phillips. Good morning, Stephen SRS. Anita, how are you doing? Chris Martin, good morning. Chris said, good morning, everyone. Today is the best day we have to enjoy all of our blessings, be thankful for all we have while we still have our rights. Great point. Good morning to you. Uh, Chris Martin also had commented that the Rhino Republicans are there to take away the votes from Trump. Yeah. Most of the lawsuits that... Uh, most of the lawsuits, we talked about this a little bit yesterday, but most of the lawsuits against Trump are um, designed through Republican, through the Republican Party, honestly. Super PACs, movements like the Lincoln Project, all those kind of weirdos who, you know, want nothing but to get Trump out. Because not only are the Democrats scared of Trump, so are the, so are the money-hungry uh, Republicans that are warmongers and, you know, take your money. I don't know if you can see my shirt on the camera for the live viewers, but it says, think outside of the swamp. Okay? Think outside of the swamp. That is a convention of state shirt, but it is so true, y'all. It's so true. Because if we could, not we, because we do, the people listening to this show, we do, we try every day. But if the politicians could possibly think outside of the swamp, like thinking outside of the box, your constituents would really like you a lot, love you as a matter of fact. Why do you think that never in the history of our current history anyway, people have flocked to Donald Trump? Because he thinks outside of the box, y'all. And he always has. And he, A, he wasn't a politician. He was a great business person. Entrepreneurial people like Vivek and Trump, you know, they're entrepreneurs at heart. They're not politicians at heart. Something to think about, all right? Because entrepreneurial people, business people, business owners, people that had to do it on their own had to think outside of the box. In Washington... In D.C., the pits, the swamp, they have to think outside of the swamp, y'all. They just do. And if we don't start pressuring our our own representatives, and we'll talk to Representative Dan Eubanks about all this, but if we don't 
hold them accountable, y'all, and get them to think outside of the box, outside of the swamp, we will continue to go down the same exact road, okay? And and that's just what's going to happen, y'all. It just is. Um, there is so much news from the last 24 to 48 hours. It's unbelievable. It just is unbelievable. And uh, <laughs> I don't know, but all morning I'll be playing clips of... Uh, you know, the Hunter Biden shenanigans where he deliberately, I mean, you've got to be something, man. But like I said, he's got a documentary coming out. I guarantee he's going to use all this footage from yesterday when he was not announced and just showed up in the middle of the oversight committee hearing in D.C. And of course he got called out and he should have got called out. But He's basically laughing in people's face, y'all. I can do all this and nothing can happen to me, but they're coming after him, I promise you that. Um, and interestingly enough, though, one of the victims of Jeffrey Epstein, Virginia Guffrey, actually vindicated Trump. Uh, what you'll notice is that the media did not want to cover that. But why is that? It's because it will show a double standard that exists within our justice system and also the media bias against those, especially Republicans and conservatives, that are simply not guilty of what they are accusing us of. So I just want to put this in perspective. The reason we are doing this today is because Hunter Biden failed to comply with our subpoena. Hunter Biden, I don't care about his drug addiction. Yes, you are. Many of us have experienced some of these awful things impacting our family, but that doesn't mean that Hunter Biden gets a pass or that we should feel any sympathy for him breaking the law. Um, I wanted just to point to behind me U.S. Code 192, refusing of, a refusal of a witness to testify or produce papers. It means that you should be, one, subject to a misdemeanor, a fine up to $1,000, and anywhere from one to 12 months in prison. For your average American that doesn't have the connections that Hunter Biden has, this is what you face. So I want to just point out that when my colleague, Representative um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, says we must comply with the law, I agree with you. When a ranking member Raskin pointed out that, uh, represent, or that Donald Trump's allies should be held and we should not tolerate these contemptuous violations of the rule of law, I agree with that. But then let's use these exact same standards against their own. Frankly, I think that as of right now, there is a double standard that exists. We have to hold him accountable. He broke the law. He will be held accountable. And that's exactly why I'm supporting this contempt proceeding. Thank you. Amen. Yeah. And listen, buckle up because there are so <laughs> there's so much audio out there regarding yesterday with Hunter Biden. It's insane. OK, it is insane. Super Lane, good morning. Margie Taylor Green got all over the first son, Hunter Biden. Yeah, you know, she, I mean, he literally got up and left, okay? If And, and, and honestly, we're going to play some of that. But he got up and left. Now, if you're that scared, like she said, if you're a big enough punk, a big enough jerk to be, Scared of a conservative, strong woman. I don't know what to say. Well, I do know what to say. Some of it we can't say on the radio, but, you know, hey. It's called Biden privilege, though. That's what it's really called. Times 10, you guys. Times 10. Uh, this has got to be, should be, and in my opinion... If we don't change all of this privilege, if we do not change the double standards, the two-tier justice system, 
the unfair elections, the nonstop, the not, I do mean nonstop too, the nonstop, then it's going to continue. And I said it yesterday, these Democrats, okay, it's okay for them, but not okay for anyone else, anyone and what they say about the Republican or the Conservative Party, or basically anyone that doesn't agree with them, you can guarantee if a Democrat says that kind of stuff, they've either done it before, they're doing it now, or they'll do it in the future. It is their playbook. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh... And, J- and Raskin is a joke. This guy is so freaking pathetic. I mean, just outright evil. You know? But all we have to do, literally, as a country, and it's certainly not all we have to do, but it is one one thing that needs to continue, is keep holding their feet to the fire and not buy into their rhetoric. That's what it is, y'all. They being the progressive left Democrats. They being the ones that are going to block anything against Hunter Biden. Now, he's, now today, he's in another situation out in Los Angeles, California, for the IRS not paying his freaking taxes, being charged with that. But... Of course, his defense is going to be, well, I already got a sweetheart deal on that. (laughs) You can't go back on it. So who knows what will happen to this guy? Probably not much, unfortunately. Probably not much. Sad world, but it's true. It just is. Anyway, I don't know what else to tell you on that because (laughs) we're, we're dealing with Hunter Biden here, okay? We're dealing with the Democrat Party here, okay? We're dealing with the progressives and the elitists. Things tend not to happen to them. Okay? It just does. But uh, but look, karma usually comes back to get all these people in the future. It just does. It just does. And, and, and their whole thing on allowing criminals to go free, basically. You know, they may have to pay a little bell and jump back out, but... In California, it is third world country. Okay, it's third world country. These people keep voting for Democrats for more of the same. However, however, I do believe what Trump said last night on the town hall meeting. He said, honestly, when they were talking about retribution and the crime and all that, Trump said, well, the Democrats are, I don't need to do retribution because... The Democrats have ruined it even for the other Democrats. And that's the truth, y'all. Oakland, California. Okay, Oakland, California. Horrible city. You dial 911 and get a freaking busy signal. Third world country, y'all. Third world country. Third world country. Here's a story you will not hear. On any station. You will only hear it if you live in Oakland, California. Because they will block this story on every national 
or every state level. You'll hear it on the local Oakland news because it's what's really happening. Okay? But don't ever think that it can't happen right over here in Jackson, Mississippi, Memphis, Tennessee, Chicago, wherever you're located. Out west, up north, down south. It's just happening due to the due to the ridiculous DAs, attorney generals, all that. They're all, they're all guilty. Letting these people walk, you guys. Letting people walk. There's no law and order in this town. The criminals running the show. Oakland business owner Sam Jabril says he's had enough. His Montclair gas station was hit by armed thieves overnight, despite the steel doors and locks he installed to try to stop them. The bad guys brought power tools to cut through. They cut the locks. They have the tool to cut the locks. They went inside. They caused so much damage. After calling 911 and getting a busy signal, Jabril drove to his store himself and used his truck to try to stop the crooks. He stopped them from getting away with even more merchandise. I took my truck. I pushed their cars. It was parking back on the front of the store. And they came out. These are organized criminals. This is organized crime. Daniel Swafford is the executive director of the Montclair and Laurel District Business Associations. He says it's the sixth area business hit in the past week. In many cases, surveillance cameras capturing them in action. Having this brazen sense of they can do whatever they want, anytime they want, and uh, businesses are reeling from it. We just need to live safe. We need to live without fear, you know, to do business. Wahid Al-Saidi's auto shop was targeted a few months ago. He says crime in Oakland is completely out of control. It's arising. Unbelievable. Why it's arising, we don't know. We need to see some solution. We just, you know, want to see some peace. Jabril's High Street gas station was broken into just last October. The bad guys used a car to break in that time, making off with more than $130,000 in cash and merchandise. WPVP is Power 104.3, The Pirates. It's alive! It's alive! The heartbeat of Pearl. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager. Learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying, totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. You wanted to see me? Yes, please, have a seat. So here's the thing. When this company brought you on, we took a chance on you. You didn't have that four-year college degree we typically look for. Right. But we gave you a shot anyway. And since then, you've worked incredibly hard and given it your all. Thanks. You've been an important asset to the team. But I don't think you can be an intern here anymore. <sighs> we want to hire you. You're, you're serious? Absolutely. Find your next great employee. Introduce yourself to the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. I won't let you down. I know. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. 
Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. All right, we're back, you guys. That last story about Oakland, California is happening at too many places. Too, too, too many places, you guys. Around the entire country, so let's not think that it isn't because it actually is. We're coming up on the second segment. Also, the top of the hour, WPBP 104.3 FM, The Pirate. Second segment of the show brought to you by Mobility Medical Inc. That's mobilitymedicalinc.com. MobilityMedicalInc.com. So, there you go. Uh, please give, get in touch with Danielle and the crew over there. They're amazing people. They got your wheelchairs, your wheelchair supplies, all medical supplies. If you're local, they're on Lakeland Drive, Flowood, Mississippi. But they're also available all the time at Mobilical, Mobility Medical Inc. Mouthful. MobilityMedicalInc.com. So, we're back, y'all. We're talking about the incredible crime and the people that are starting to, even in, well, of course, in the Democrat-ran cities because they cannot govern a city, okay? And remember some years back, not that long ago, all the Democrats wanted to defund the police. Well, that happened, and now police don't want to work. Why don't, and you know why they don't want to work? Because they want to, defund them pay wise a and b they can't they're not allowed to do their correct job when people break the law okay that's a slap directly in the face left-handed or (laughs) right-handed a slap in the face okay just it just is so there you go anyway it's phenomenal though that the crime level is so high and that you can call a 911 and get a busy signal, okay? This is not a made-up Facebook story. This was a direct story over in the city of Oakland. Not something passed through TikTok. Not something passed through TikTok. The American people distrust, though, the, the DOJ, and, and as they should, for good reason. But Hunter Biden was held in contempt of Congress yesterday. Um, And that's good. I just don't know that uh, what will actually happen. What would actually happen, who knows? But we know that part. And with Hunter Biden just showing up at this contempt hearing. I mean, ridiculous, okay? Nancy May said it best. <laughs> We're going to be playing some clips from that, audio clips. But Nancy Mace did say it best about the, quote, president's son should be hauled off to jail right then, right there, for ignoring the subpoena. Okay? Because he's better than us in his mind. He's more important than us in his mind. He's untouchable to us. And there, a lot of that is unfortunately true, okay? Because daddy's in charge. Daddy is in charge. Remember, they found his bag of cocaine at the White House and nothing happened. I mean, really. Last night, Trump was 10 out of 10. He was on it last night on the town hall. 
And these were real questions by actual voters, not by Fox News, not by any other entity. Okay? Real people were allowed to ask the questions. Now, he was 10 out of 10. He will win if he does this until November. That's a fact. Let's see here. Um, here's a Charlie Kirk statement. Uh, Brett and Martha did a great job. And I think one of the main reasons that, uh, you know, they did a great job and nothing against Fox News, whatever, if you choose to watch this, your, your deal. But it's because they allowed the, uh, the general public to ask the questions instead of the... Um, journalists or the announcers okay and when you when you get the general public to ask questions to a candidate whether it be trump or any of the rest of them it was pretty firm and fair just like uh, charlie said and they allowed trump to talk i agree with charlie kirk on that exact statement uh of course cnn had a debate where it was the opposite they were allowing jake tapper and Whatever that other chick's name is. Uh, I don't watch CNN. But I was flipping back and forth just to see <laughs> what was going to happen, which was nothing but two hours of bickering with Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley. And Trump is so far ahead of all this right now, y'all. On the, on the polls. And I know things can happen, and I know polls are just polls. But let's say that, uh, you know, because a caucus is a totally different system, okay? Let's say just, you know, he wins Iowa, but he loses the New Hampshire caucus with uh, Nikki Haley. None of that matters. It doesn't. I mean, it is a little, you know, whatever. But, but Nikki Haley, I mean, she might win New, new Hampshire because she's dumping so much money into it, okay? But, um... Last night, though, she, you know, there, there's things you can say about the uh, the President Trump, and then there's things you can't say, in my opinion. And now she's just kissing booty with the Democrats, y'all. That's all she's doing. If you cannot see that, if you can't see that, something's wrong. Okay? Like she said last night, well, that's what Nikki Haley said, that Trump lost the election. Biden won the election. I think what happened on January 6th was a terrible day. Well, of course it was a terrible day. We all know that. But we all are not stupid, too, and we know that a lot of a lot of stuff that, you know, I recommend you watch January 6th, any of those documentaries that tell the truth, okay? But, of course, it was a terrible day for the country, regardless Anybody knows that. She's just riding high on the Democrat side because she is a freaking Democrat, basically. I mean, really. Um, you know, and all they kept saying is Donald Trump should be on this stage. And why should he be on the stage when he's ahead, when he's ahead 40 points? I mean, really. The guy is a genius businessman for a reason. And he doesn't need to be on your stage or any stage debating people that are however many points behind okay it's just there's no need in it and his life president trump's life is each and every day shown to the public the good the bad and all in between so everybody that's going to vote for donald trump 
doesn't need a debate. They already know they either 100% hate him or they 100% like him, love him, like him, all in between. Okay? So, you know, it is what it is. There is a, uh, a witness that I was reading on X. So up in Iowa right now where they're having the, uh, the first caucus on Monday, the, um, it's like negative six degrees, snowstorm, you know, all of that ice storm, snowstorm. It's really pretty incredible, actually. Uh, the witness said, I almost couldn't believe this when I saw it. Nikki Haley staffer, a staffer for Nikki Haley, threw a teenager out into the freezing snowstorm without a car because he wanted to ask Nikki some questions. Think about this, y'all. Think about it. The Nimrata, the Nimrats, the Nikki Haley neocons can't handle a teenage journalist. But she thinks she can stand up to Putin in China? Come on now. This is not made up, y'all. This is a journalist. A journalist. They don't care about you, man. They care about the big money, the big donors. So much more. So much more of the same, actually. The same being the Joe Biden administration following those same footsteps. Good morning to Lloyd Travis. Man, this is just ridiculous. I mean, really, it is. You know, they would, they just, they wouldn't just throw me out. I mean, they could, but it would take a lot, okay? Anyway, we got a text message from an unknown texter. It said, Nikki hates questions that make her look bad. If she can't handle the question, this is what she does. Hmm. Well, I will tell you this. She will never be president if that's the way she is. Okay, I don't really think she ever will be. Anyway, that's just my personal opinion. But at the time, according to another witness, at the time when the republic is literally dying, voters really think that Nikki freaking Haley is the GOP answer, question mark? Stunning. Yeah, that's my take on it. Who in God's name would think that Nikki Haley is the answer? Please do some research. Please do some reading. Please do anything, okay? <laughs> Just got a, a text from Wild Man. She will continue the O'Biden administration if she's given the chance. Of course she will. All right? Of course she will. I mean, I'm not kidding. Of course she will. Seems like Nikki Haley's campaign staff could use a crash course in Iowa niceness. See? Because the folks in Iowa say, hey, we're nice. Okay, I'm reading this as a comment. I mean, throwing an 18-year-old out in the cold for asking a question? Come on now. Yeah, that just shows you a lot of silliness that goes on. And, it, and let's be honest, it, it shows you people's true colors. It shows you their true colors or color or colors. I just got a text message from Dave. He said, wow. Nikki better stick to politics, but not snowball fights. <laughs> Whatever. 
She's a joke, y'all. She's not going to win. Okay? So please, if you can hear me out there loud and clear on the podcast at UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com and at 104.3 FM, The Pirate, and or the TuneIn app at 104.3 FM, The Pirate, Nikki Haley is going to get smoked, according to Chris Christie on the hot mic. <laughs> well, oh, Krispy Kreme Christie, y'all. He got busted on the hot mic. He got busted stone cold on the hot mic. On the hot mic. Well, we're going to be talking more about that in just a minute, but it's true. It is true. My name is D. You're listening to Unleashed Entertainment Talk. Com and also 104.3 FM, The Pirate, and the TuneIn app. It is Thursday, January 11, 2024. As the screwery continues in this crazy world, exposing these people is what we're trying to do each and every day. Searching for the truth media, exposing your mind to it, and expanding your mind. My name is D, and... Uh, Let's do this thing. Mobility Medical is your home medical equipment provider. Located in Flowood, Mobility Medical specializes in medical supplies, medical equipment, wheelchair lifts, wheelchairs, electric wheelchairs, lift chairs, and mobility equipment. Our phone number is 601-932-1001, and our catalog is available on our website at mobilitymedicalinc.com. Mobility Medical, your trusted source for medical supplies and equipment. A hero's work is never done. You care for the house, the kids, and our future. We're so grateful for all you do. Now, it's time to care for yourself and save a little more for retirement. A free three-minute online chat can give you the personalized tips you need to boost your retirement savings now. Visit aceyourretirement.org slash Shiro today. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that our daughters have what they need to grow and learn. But that isn't the case for nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. that struggle with hunger. Childhood hunger is a heartbreaking reality that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and provides it to families and children in need. You can help kids in need in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Did someone and millions of people here. It is not sustainable. Did you see in New York City with it getting the regular students out and they're putting migrants in their place? We are going to have the largest deportation effort in the history of our country. We're bringing everybody back to where they came from. We have no choice. Uh, can you do something about the sanctuary cities? Yeah. Well, they're going to be ended because the Democrats are going to end them because you can't sustain it. If you look at New York, you have a mayor of New York who now is really hostile to the administration because New York City, that's my place. I love New York. It's gone. It's had a tough time. Yep. Donald Trump, you guys. Donald J. Trump on the town hall meeting. Uh, real questions from real people instead of from um, journalists or actually news organizations. I think that was probably one of the best uh, that Trump has done in this cycle. And the reason is because the people were allowed to ask the questions, all right? The people, which I think that's the way it should be in this. Chris Martin commented, do you know why the rhinos have one big horn in the front? 
so they can stab you in the back, of course. Because remember, the Democrats will stab you directly in the face, but the Republican rhinos will stab you in the back. That is a fact. Uh, Lloyd comment. He said, I love that Nikki Haley tried to mention in a negative way that Ron DeSantis used to support funding for Ukraine, but now does not. That only makes me like him even more, not her, of course. Because, let's be honest, Nikki Haley is on board with the Democrats. She's on board with the warmongers. Ramaswamy has the best. Go look up some of Ramaswamy's videos. He has the best explanation of what Nikki Haley really is and what she's really doing. I know a lot of us have heard it because I've played it on here. Tucker Carlson has exposed it. Uh, Ramaswamy has exposed it and so many other people. So be smart when you're in the voter booth because just because somebody says they're Republican or just because somebody says that they have a million dollars in the bank doesn't mean, doesn't mean they're telling the truth. Same type of lies, y'all. A lie is a lie. Doesn't matter what the subject is. Liars lie. Nikki Haley. She finally admitted it last night, too, by the way. She wants to move Social Security up. Okay? Now, on, on video, which is out there, she said move it up to 70. Last night, she said she wouldn't give a number. But here's the deal. She wanted to do it to 20-year-olds, etc., so on. Okay. But what about the people in the meantime that are turning 70? Or 65, rather, excuse me. Or 62. You guys need to watch out for this lady. Because she's not watching out for our elderly parents, grandparents, or quite frankly, anybody my age. Okay? I fit in that category not so far away, y'all. Not so far away. So, but that's even if Social Security's still around now. I, you know, who, who freaking knows? But that is not the correct way to look at it. It's just not. And that's unfortunate that, that, that people don't see right directly through her. I mean, seriously, directly through her. Because they need to. <laughs> they actually need to quickly look I'll tell you one that's been going around uh, you know of course it's going around the internet because it's big news y'all what Hunter Biden did yesterday okay Nancy Mace from South Carolina all of them they weren't up there trying to make names for theirself. These people already have names for themselves. You know, I keep seeing the haters saying, ah, oh, these ladies are up there just trying to make trouble and make names for themselves. No, they're not. No, they're not. All the Democrats already hate them anyway. Okay? And the only reason they hate them is because they tell the truth. So simple, y'all. Anyway, a couple of great sound bites making the internet yesterday, basically breaking the internet. I love it, by the way. Nancy Mace from South Carolina is one of them. Do any other members wish to be heard? Mr. Chair recognizes Ms. Mace from South Carolina. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, uh, Chairman Comer. 
Um, first of all, my first question is who bribed Hunter Biden to be here today? That's my first question. Um, second question, you are the epitome of white privilege, coming into the Oversight Committee, spitting in our face, ignoring a congressional subpoena to be deposed. What are you afraid of? You have no balls to come up here and... Mr. Chairman, point of inquiry. Mr. Chairman, um, if, the the lady if, the general, if the general lady wants to hear from Hunter Biden, we can hear from him right now, Mr. Chairman. Let's take a vote and hear from Hunter Biden. What are you afraid of? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Order, order, order. Are women allowed to speak in here or no? Are, are women allowed to speak in here or no? You keep interrupting me. I'll interrupt the chairman. I don't know that he's a lady. I think that, uh, that Hunter Biden should be arrested right here, right now, and go straight to jail. Our nation is founded on the rule of come law on, come on. and the premise come that on. the law applies equally to everyone, no matter what your last... Point of order, Mr. Chairman. Uh <laughs> is that not great or what? She thinks that Hunter Biden should be arrested right here, right now. Yes, he should. I mean, we knew that wasn't going to happen. But, in fact, what was really going on is he had cameras, filmmakers with him, that are making a documentary about Hunter Biden, and they're going to turn all of that negative into poor, poor, pitiful me. That's what's going to happen, y'all. Poor, poor, pitiful me. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> you know, how sad is that? That's, that's where we are, you guys, in this country. That's where we are in this country. I said it the other day. Remember, America the Beautiful... It's not so beautiful with evil people destroying it in front of our faces and honestly, quite frankly, deliberately in front of our faces. He showed up deliberately yesterday, Hunter Biden, that being, knowing that he was only there for some camera angles. It's like a bad reality show. That's what it is. It's a bad reality show. Just twisted okay it's twisted and um, but the American people are not as dumb as these elitists think we are we're just not so you know he literally showed up though with no nothing just out of that I mean you know that was crazy honestly I mean it was com completely insane so you know <laughs> Our school system, you know, we always talk about the transgender issues, as we should, because it is a huge deal. You know, if you've ever listened to this show or not, let's say you have never listened to this show, there's one thing that we can all agree on, period. Do not mess with the children, okay? Do not mess with the children. We're going to talk to Dan Eubanks about that, okay? He's got some great, great information. But the Chicago public schools, you know, which have been destroyed by the progressive left Democrat Party for years now, okay? Just like Jackson, Mississippi, right down the road from where I'm talking to you. Just like Memphis, Tennessee. Just like Washington State, California, so on and so on. New York City. We all know what they're doing to the kids up in New York City right now, where they're kicking them out and allowing the immigrants to come in and use the facility, which is a tent. But anyway, Chicago Public Schools now, right now, 
they can't find 23 million, that's with an M, y'all, $23 million worth of laptops, iPads, and other electronics. Okay? What? $23 million? 77,000 devices were reported lost and or, and basically stolen, it says it right here, in the 21 and 22 school year. But they don't want you to see all this, okay? Of course they don't. Because remember the Chicago, the Chicago mayor, Lori Lightfoot, idiot, replaced by another foolish left-wing nut. So they don't want you to see this. That their their policies are failing. They don't, you know, they don't want the public to see it. But now the public is seeing it. Chicago public schools, y'all, can't find twenty-three million dollars worth of laptops, iPads, and other electronics. Now, I wouldn't say on that scale or anywhere close, but you cannot tell me with a straight face that that's not happening right down the road, like I said, in the Jackson public school system. Let's investigate that, okay? Let's all get together and investigate where the, where, where's the equipment. Can it be accounted for? Is it accounted for? I'm not blaming anybody. It's not a threat. It's not even an accusation. It's a curiosity question. Okay? Who knows? There might not be anything missing, but what are the odds? If these other cities ran by Democrats are having this issue, okay, are having this issue, then who freaking knows? Who freaking knows? So, KPS says in the district of our size, some device loss is expected, but we remain concerned about the loss of any public asset. The district is now working on improving device tracking, has recovered 12,000 laptops so far. Federal Aviation. Tens of thousands of laptops, iPads, and other electronics are missing from Chicago public schools. An inspector general's report found 77,000 devices were reported lost or stolen during the 2021-2022 school year. Total value, $23 million. The devices went missing after students took them home for remote learning during the pandemic. CPS spent $2.5 million on tracking software, but did not use it, saying it was flawed. Our work uncovered an incident where there were a pair of siblings, a brother and a sister at a school who between them lost nine or 10 devices. And there's no record or indication that the school district or anyone reached out to the family, mentioned that this was an issue, tried to figure out what had happened. All right, we're back. It is uh, WPVP 104.3 FM and the Pirate. Uh, I told y'all we're going to have a special guest today and we are. Welcome back. It is uh, Unleashed Entertainment Talk. My name is D. We got uh, State Representative Dan Eubanks. Can you hear yourself, sir? I can. Thank you, Daryl. Good to be here. Hey, good to be here. Thank you with you. Oh, man. So, of course, we've been talking this morning about <laughs> the craziness that happened yesterday on the Hill with Hunter Biden showing up and then bailing. What, I mean, what oh, yeah. the... It 
it's just another narrative. I mean, you know, it's it's damage control, and and, and sadly, we have become such an entertainment-driven society that uh, it's like you know, a reality show. It really is, and and uh, they think we're all a bunch of sheeple, you know, and uh, you just lead them down a path, tell them something enough. And they'll believe it as fact and, and truth. I mean, you can look back at COVID and a lot of the stuff that was just repeated and repeated and repeated. Even though there were hundreds of years worth of science that contradicted it, people were like, this doesn't sound right, but it must be true because they keep saying it. Right. So they're going to do the same thing when it comes to damage control for Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and the whole oh, yeah. Biden crime family, you know. And, they, you know, and I, from what I understand, and there was even the camera crew there, he's doing a documentary. So they're going to turn all of that footage into Poor, poor, pitiful me. Oh, yeah. He'll probably make millions of dollars in the process. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Oh, man. Isn't that crazy? Anyway, so you've been on uh, before on a call-in, so introduce yourself, where you're at right now. And uh, like I was telling people earlier, not only is he a state representative here for uh, one of the districts in Mississippi, but you are running for Senate against the Roger Wicker campaign, correct? I am, I am. Uh, for your listeners that don't know me, my name is Dan Eubanks. I represent the 25th House District in, here in Mississippi. And if you're wondering where that's at, you can't get more north and west in the state than me. So I've got the Tennessee line, Mississippi River, a western third of DeSoto County, which is, uh, if, if you need a town as a reference, that'd be like Horn Lake, Walls, Eudora, part of Hernando, uh, that part of the state. And, uh, and yes, I am running uh, as a conservative choice for Mississippi uh, for U.S. Senate. So March 12th, when everybody goes out and votes for their presidential nominee, that will be down ticket. You'll also be picking congressional nominees, and you'll be picking your Senate nominees. So I'd love to have folks on uh, on Team Eubanks. And if, if you're curious about where I stand on all the issues, I, I you can hit my website, daneubanks.com. That's D-A-N-E-U-B-A-N-K-S.com. I do. Uh, I don't mind telling you where I stand on stuff. You know, you may agree with me on everything. You may not agree with me on some of the things, but I'm not going to shoot you straight. And I, you know, your word is your bond. And if you, you, uh, I, I've made that a policy, and it's, it's just my DNA. My entire time in public service, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I think, and I'll tell you what I'm going to do, and I'm going to do it. And so, uh, if folks want to know where I stand on the issues that are important to them. That is a great resource to go to. I touch on about 20 of the big issues, um, and you can, you can. My, my cell number's on there. You can give me a call and ask me if, if I don't cover something, call me and say, hey, well, where do you stand on this? Or what would you do in this situation? And I'll be glad to be glad to let you know. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, I met uh, uh, Dan because of uh, Convention of States, which he supports Convention of States and, and lo- loves the idea of Convention of States. So. Oh, yeah. I love the idea of term limits. I know people, right. people say all the time that, well, we have term limits. It's called elections. But the reality is, like, just take, for example, the U.S. Senate seat, the representatives for um, for Mississippi. It's been forever since the people actually elected a U.S. senator because what happens is they, they put somebody in there, uh, like Roger Wicker, who's been in the D.C. swamp. It's really, you know, people call it a swamp. It's really more of an open cesspool nowadays. And uh, and so they, oh, I'm, I'm reading uh, I'm reading your shirt. I love it. The uh, uh, but but, you know, he, he replaced he was put in there by the governor. Uh, to replace Trent Lott, and you know Cindy was put in to replace Thad Cochran, and so they put them in there. And, and, and when you're an incumbent, the money, the special interest money, just flows in, and you have the name ID, and you're almost untouchable. But I think people are waking up. I think they're starting to realize, wait, this system is kind of controlled. And and once you've been in the swamp for 30 years, you lose touch with your voters. You lose touch with the things that really matter to the people of Mississippi or whatever state you're representing. And and so yeah. 
we do have term limits. It's called elections. And, but, but I do think we need to put some guardrails on. It was never our founding father's intention that you go and spend a lifetime. You know, the Joe Bidens of the world, the Nancy Pelosi's of the world that have been there for 30, 40, 50 years. It was never meant to be that by our founding fathers. And it's part of the reason why we have the problems that we have in this country, because you create this elitist group that that uh, all they care about is staying in power and feeding their special interest money, donors, and 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 the people of America suffer. That's exactly right. And from what I know of Roger Wicker, you know, and I said this earlier on the show before you got here, I mean, you may like him, you may not like him, I don't know. But what we do know is what you just said. I, we, we can look at somebody's voting record, for example, right. and that is a mirror image of the person or at least what they're doing in his case you know i don't know him personally but in his case i i'm very dissatisfied on a lot of ways that he's spending money and voting so, yeah it's, it's about policy not right. personality i'm not exactly. going to disparage somebody as an individual I mean, sure, we're all sure, children yeah. of god god You're loves right. us but at some point you have to ask yourself what is going on here you were talking about social security earlier and bumping it up to 70 right yeah you know, I remember when it was 65, and then it became 66, and then it was 67. Pretty soon, you will never be able to collect Social Security, even though you pay into it for your entire lifetime. Um, it, it's it's a crying shame when we have politicians like Roger that that has never met a billion dollars he doesn't want to give away to a foreign war. I mean, he, he has been gung-ho from the beginning, the $200 billion plus we've poured into the Ukraine, uh, Israel, Taiwan, wherever it is that there seems to be a conflict. And if you look at, if you look at his... His donations, he is one of the highest recipients of military industrial complex money. So he benefits, his his benefactors benefit when we encourage the war machine. And uh, and, and so we do that at the expense of what? American citizens, retirees that, that were promised a, a retirement and a safety net who paid into a system their entire lifetime. I mean, where is the where's the loyalty? Where's the priority to the American people? And I make no bones about the fact that I'm an American first. I, if, if elected, I'm going to represent Americans, and I'm going to represent my fellow citizens. And why on earth would we spend hundreds of billions of dollars to defend other people's borders and leave ours wide open? Why would we spend hundreds of billions of dollars on Green New Deals and you know transgender and gender equity initiatives and leave our citizens out in the cold when it comes to retirement, when they've paid into the system? And, and you know, it's it's really... The uh, Social Security Trust Fund, the government's been robbing that forever. And technically, we'd have the money there if, if we weren't using it to finance all this debt and all these uh, this unlimited printing of debt. And that's the other thing that the Convention of States is actually pushing uh, is some financial restraints. Because, you know, if you ran your household the way the government runs our finances, I mean, you, you look now, we have about $850,000 per man, woman, and child in this country worth of unfunded liabilities in this country. It's insane. I, I'm not even I'm not even close to being worth that. If you liquidated everything I own, I mean, I would be like, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to make but the down payment probably. But the, I mean, just look at the interest on the the debt of the country. Oh just, yeah, just the interest, not the actual debt, just the interest. Right. And 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 it's all I think it's is what happens is is you have politicians that think no further than the next election cycle. Yeah, and right. So kick the can, kick the can, kick the can. Well. We're, we're fast approaching the day when, you know, you're not going to kick a can anymore. There's no more cans to kick, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, I uh, mean, it's no look, I saw a clip of you on um, OAN that I played on this show, which, you know, even more made me say, look, you know, there's no possible way that, that I, and I know most of my listeners, especially the local ones for sure, but I know most of my listeners 
it's it's a huge deal with them about taking control and taking the control back and making sure that we keep the children out of the insanity. Oh, yes. Okay, we, we have to. I mean, this country has all so much other stuff to deal with, and now we're dealing with the pronouns and the... And I say it all the time on this show, if you're an adult, I don't care what you do with your life, that yeah. is up to you. But if you're a child, no, leave my children out of that. Teach them two plus two, et cetera, so on and so on and so on. Absolutely. You know, Daryl, I, I was um, a youth and young adult pastor for 15 years before I, I ran for public office. And recently, our, our youth pastor that replaced me eight years ago took a job somewhere else, and we were without a director. And uh, they came to me and said, can you please step in and just be our interim? So for the last nine, ten months, I've been back in that role. And in eight years, the issues I dealt with dealing with youth before to now, it is a different world. We have, we have taken and convinced an entire generation that there is no objective truth. Now, let that sink in. When there's no longer objective truth, anything goes. You can have a you can have a, a Hitler rise up and convince everybody that the Jews are all bad and they need to die. You can have you can have a Stalin rise up and, and say, well, you know, you're the enemy of the state. You need to die. You look at you look at how um, when, when people equate feelings with truth, where where that is your basis for truth. Well, feelings change. And there's there's a reason why the truth hurts, because it doesn't care about your feelings. <laughs> exactly, because it happened. It happened. Regardless. And so we have created a society now with a generation of people that don't believe in an objective truth, um, that, that truth is relative. Well, that's, you know, that's your truth. This is my truth. For truth to exist, there has to be a basis. There has to be a standard. And, um, and when you get to a place to where, where all your truth is is what you feel, whoever can make the best argument when they come along will convince you of truth just by twanging on those those heartstrings those feelings and we see it all the time with the the left's agenda and the way they get up and talk and um you know they make it they do their best to try and invoke feelings in you and you and you just naturally slide into place to accept it as truth and you know plus like we talked earlier you hammer something enough you say something enough and repeat it enough you tell a kid they're stupid enough even if they're not they'll grow up believing they're stupid and, and that's unfortunate and, i mean and, and that's yeah. the agenda they push uh but our children are the pawns right now and that is the the frontline battle to rework a nation um it'll be who who'll be running the country in another couple decades and right. imagine w what kind of government we'll have when you live in a society where there is no objective truth anymore yeah it's it's, it's you know look it's it really that's one of the things that makes me sick at my stomach the way they are you know reading these crazy stories these books etc so on and then the things that have happened to school it's so important that people pay attention and i mean parents oh, i mean yeah you've got to pay attention well we've got to stop weaponizing the justice department you have parents that have gotten engaged into their children's education they want to know what they're being taught they want to know what's being said and we've and seen they'll send the fbi of it yeah so 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 <laughs> now if you are a parent that wants to know what your child is learning and you want to go and stand up and advocate on their behalf suddenly you are akin to a domestic terrorist and the justice department needs to come and investigate you and that where if that doesn't tell you where the agenda is the the, the drive is to take and rework the minds of a generation it yeah then you got your eyes closed <laughs> something 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 now we had a couple of things here on the uh, on our uh, Facebook comment section. I just wanted to. Uh, Debbie said when she was younger, my parents told me about Social Security. They said when you're 65, you get your money. 
that you put in. And now by the time I'm 65, Social Security probably may not exist. I mean, that is a fair question. It's a very fair question. It's a very fair question. It's it's one that affects all of us. I I know I'll turn 65 in 2035. I still can't collect till what, 67 and a half? The Social Security Trust Fund is projected to be bankrupt by, I think, 2032, you know. Uh, between that and even the PER system here in, in Mississippi, which is it's kind of like a Social Security for government employees, right? That's going to be a big issue this year in the legislature. Um, I don't know that I'll even have a retirement. I worked for a church for the past several decades, and and there was no there was no retirement. Oh, the retirement's out of this world. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know. I but, mean, I get it. But the uh, but the um, you know, so I, I I'm counting heavily on Social Security. I'm counting heavily on that and. I mean, people were like this lady said, people were, we were raised because, uh, you know, one thing that um, I heard last night when I was flipping back and forth, listening to DeSantis and Nikki Haley, which, you know, I'm not a fan of, but I did want to hear, you know, some back and forth or whatever, see how they were coming along. But Social Security is not an entitlement. People paid. Yeah, you pay your entire life yeah. into that. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's very enti- not an entitlement, right? It's not like it was just free money given to you. Now there is a there's like a sliding scale, you know. Sure, where, where I you, get that. You may part, not have yeah. put much in, but you have a, a minimum amount that you can receive. But but you're absolutely right. It's a system you've paid into. It's a safety net that's in place that our parents and many of us count on or or will count on someday. And I mean that's one of the things that I'll make. I'll make a promise that that I'm not going to dink with Social Security if the people of Mississippi send me to to D.C. Um, we made a promise, and we need to we need to we own need up to, and, and, and do what to, we got. Right. Yeah, there are too many people that count on, especially especially when you look at the amount of money we spend on garbage around the world. Right, exactly. You know, uh, and and it's like we're going to leave our own people out to dry. The very ones that are funding, the very ones that you're mortgaging off the future for to feed a machine. No, no, not at all. And and so it is a real concern. And that, that's my thing with, you know, giving, I mean, spending ridiculous money on endless wars. But yet our veterans over here are sleeping on the streets. And see, that should that should never be the case. Uh, never, um, never. But there, there should be I'm not some, saying it's an easy fix, but there has to be one. You're right. You know, there's a verse in the Bible that says that he that doesn't care for his own is worse than an infidel. You know, that was like a that was like harsh language you know back then most people say what's an infidel and that right, right. But, but a country that doesn't care for its own and puts puts all the other matters and affairs of the rest of the world before its own citizens who are footing the tab for that that there and politicians that that propagate and push that agenda they, they're selling they've already sold the american people out and, and and i'm hoping that folks have have woke up to what's going on. There's not a lot of difference between Democrats and Republicans, believe it or not. A few social issues. The ones in the middle, they're kind of homogenous. You, you could probably name a few of the extreme right and extreme left in the U.S. House. But, yeah. the, but the other 400, most people couldn't even give you a name. Some people can't even name who their own U.S. rep or, or U.S. senator is. And that's and that the, should tell you something, that, that, okay, well, you're just going along to get along and being a part of the machine in the swamp. Um, there's a few folks out there that are calling it out and then they're labeled extremists they're, they're sure. labeled um you know they're, they're just 
<laughs> publicity hounds, you know, conspiracy, conspiracy theorists. theorists. But but the sad reality is that you'd be completely dismissed if there was no truth to what you're saying. You know, the, the old the difference between a conspiracy and the truth is about six months. Yeah, exactly. I, I think it's more like three months now. No, now I was about to say, <laughs> a week. <laughs> I was about to say it's probably changed quite a bit since the saying came out. Um, and and the current administration with the Joe Biden administration is obviously the man's sick. He doesn't know where he is most of the time. Um, they're just propping him up. You know, he's being told what to do by there's obviously many theories. But the bottom line is we know it's not him. OK, but no matter what your theory is. And uh, we don't even have to have a theory. If you think about Daryl. Yeah. I mean, when, when watch when, him, when the, the leader of the free world is standing up there going, Oh, I probably shouldn't say this. They'll get mad at me. They don't want they, me. They, you're the right. president of the United States, the leader of the free world, and you're worried about – that tells you that there's somebody else pulling the strings. He's admitted it a hundred times when he's up speaking, when he makes comments like he that. He always says they. Yeah. Okay, well, who are they? I mean, that, should, that should cause – I mean, I know a lot of it is staffers. I get that. Yeah. As far as – but, no, it's not staffers with the bigger stuff, no. Especially when, especially when they stop him and walk him off the stage if he goes off down. <laughs> I mean, that's it's like somebody else's – interrupting the leader of the free world to walk him off the stage because they don't want him to say what he starts going down a path to say. They got That's scary. That's that is and growing up as a kid, you know, here in Mississippi, just all of the stuff is unfathomable to me that's going on right now. It, I, it's just it, you can't make it up. I, I mean, I, it, I, it when I wake up in the morning I'm like, "Really?" <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Did I wake up from all this? Nope, it's still there. Am I still I'm asleep? Like, it's still there. So uh, let's talk real quick. Uh, and I know you don't mo- know much yet because you j- you guys just came back into session. But what what are you as far as you personally? What are you looking forward at in the state representative position that you're in in Mississippi? Any bills or any? Oh yeah, I've got a bunch. I I also have an idea of kind of the big things we're going to try to hit this session as a. A collective body, but um, I've always been a big freedom liberty guy. Um, I, I believe that you know the Constitution and the Bill of Rights set up guardrails for us that guarantee, that enshrine our rights as U.S. citizens, right? And so I, I'm always one that that will stand up and fight if I see that being infringed upon. Uh, I, I fight anything that has to do with raising taxes. The government's already getting enough of us, um, you know, borrowing money, taking on more debt. And uh, and then and then a lot of these social issues. Uh, I've been I've been a, a big factor in a lot of those. Been co-authors of the bill that overturned Roe v. Wade of the transgender. You know, last year we banned all this transgender mutilation of our minors. Um, yeah, let's talk about that one a little bit. Okay. So you were co-author yeah. of that bill. So so what was happening is I mean you think about it. It doesn't even make sense. This is part of that upside down crazy reality objective truth being out the window. We won't let a kid go get a tattoo. Right. We, we won't let you get a driver's license till you're 16. We won't let you enter into a contract till you're 21. But we're going to let an eight year old be mutilated and have their genitals cut off because either their, their parents uh, have some kind of Munchausers type sick distortion of what love right. or whatever it is, or because a kid questions or maybe they like to play with dolls and they're a boy that the, you know, growing up, everybody's trying to figure it out. We've created, sure. we've created a, 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 you know, I remember, I remember when uh, um, my brother was little, the, uh, you know, they make those leashes for your kids so they don't get away from you in the store. I remember that. And when he got, when, you know, when he got it put on him, he'd get down and start barking like a dog because he thought he was a sure, dog. Sure. Was he a dog? No. No, he's I mean, a kid. 
as, and, as a kid. And so um, there was a big push, you know, and the, and the left would tell you that, oh, you're denying, you know, health care to the people, what they need and all that. But but we're talking about something that will change the trajectory of a lifetime. It will create all kinds of most people. Most people aren't prepared to make a decision that's going to affect their life in entirety in their 20s. No. So so basically what it did is it banned it banned these this treatment and this this course of action that either parents or you know guidance counselor at school or, or doctors in the state hands off to your 18. I'm kind of with you. If what you do in your bedroom at 20, that's between you and God and whoever you're doing it with. Right. But the um, but you can't push but a this. child. No. no, absolutely not. And so we we locked that up here in Mississippi last year, um, and and rightfully so. And uh, I mean, and these people that fight for that are the ones that just makes me think, where are we? I mean, what happened to this country? Well, once again, there's no objective truth. You know, know, it feels like this is what it should be. So therefore, that's your truth. And that's what you fight for. And, you know, it feels like we should be able to shut people down when they say things we don't like. But the reality is that the minute I start to shut somebody else as an opposing viewpoint, I've endangered freedom of speech. You know, was it Burke uh, said, um, I may not, what is it? I may not agree with what you say, but I'll defend to the death your right to say it. If you start picking and choosing who can say what, then none of us are free. And no. Mm-mm. And so anyway, thank you for co-authoring and then getting involved in those type situations in Mississippi, because I have a great feeling just because I've met you and talked to you before in, in lengthy detail where you're coming from. And I think that you would do the same type things if you were uh, in the Senate, obviously. Oh, yeah. It, on, bring, on a national bring, level. Yeah, to bring reason back and not be afraid to call, to speak truth into a situation. Truth is the only sterilizing agent out there when it comes to lies. And the sad reality is we've, we've, we live in a day and age where people, they all believe, but they're afraid to speak it out because they realize they're going to get canceled and bashed. And, and, and I mean, I, I could... I can tell you about all kinds of stories, like when we were going through the Religious Freedom Bill back in 2016, which I was a co-author of, and it went all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court and was upheld. But, I, man, you should see some of the hate mail and threats that I got. Um, yeah, and, it's and, it, and, mostly, and it mostly wasn't people from Mississippi. It was people from California and everywhere else. And it's like, what do you care what we're doing in our state, you know? And um, because it, it pushed back against their narrative and their ideology. And it's it's hard to stand up and speak truth. But when you do it, the beauty of it is when you stand up and speak truth in a situation, it gives other people courage to stand up and do the same thing. The reason we're having conversations about whatever it is um, that, that we're scratching our head going, are we really having this conversation is because we have created an environment where people are afraid to stand up and speak truth. And so what that does is it leaves a vacuum for all the lies to propagate. And the rest of us are sitting around going, am I crazy or is that really the dumbest thing I've ever heard, you know? Um, but we're afraid to speak it out because we don't want to get the bashing from right. social media and everything else. And that, to me, is sad, too. It is yeah, sad. Because, you know, look, I, of course, I'm not one of those people. But, I know you aren't. But but, <laughs> but it, it's not easy. But like you said, the truth is not supposed to be easy. No, it's not. I mean, you know, nothing in life is particularly easy. I mean, I mean, for most people, put yeah. it that way. Truth is not safe. It's not no. easy. It's not. But it's absolutely necessary. And yes, you're to going live in a free society. You got to be able to speak the truth. Yeah. I mean, if you don't, I mean, what are we doing? Yeah. I mean, look at it that way. 
We're going to take a really quick break before you have to get out of here, and then I'll come right back. Mobility Medical is your home medical equipment provider. Located in Flowood, Mobility Medical specializes in medical supplies, medical equipment, wheelchair lifts, wheelchairs, electric wheelchairs, lift chairs, and mobility equipment. Our phone number is 601-932-1001, and our catalog is available on our website at mobilitymedicalinc.com. Mobility Medical, your trusted source for medical supplies and equipment. All right, we're back with uh, Representative Dan Eubanks. He's also the candidate for the Senate. He is going up against Roger Wicker. We were talking a bit about those type things earlier. See, I do think that, uh, like you had mentioned earlier in the conversation, to move on to a little different subject here, I do think that the uh, the bipartisan issue for moderate republics, hard right republics, and pretty much all republicans and the actual people out there is the term limit thing. It's starting to make sense where people used to didn't realize it. Yeah. They just didn't I guess they didn't realize it. Well, I mean, you know, it's just out in the open now. People are starting to scratch their head when they look at you know where Joe, you know, Joe Biden who was there for what 50 years before, you know, he ascended in office. And you got people like Nancy Pelosi who you know, she's 80, what, 81, 82, and she just announced she's going to run for another term. Oh, God. And Mitch McConnell. Yeah, Mitch McConnell. It, even even Roger Wicker, you know, he'll be 81 when he finishes the next term if he gets reelected. So it's like at some point you have to say, why don't you want to go home and be with your family and enjoy your retirement? What, what, what is it that's so enticing that you can't let go of it? And In and, some cases it's power, yes. but in most cases it's power and money. Yes, absolutely. And so, which is, you know, we, we do have to, if in the term limits sort of discussion, you do also have to take a look at the fact that there needs to be lobbyist reform as well. When you, if you're going to usher in term limits for elected candidates, you also need to have some kind of lobbyist reform in conjunction with that. And that's something I'd like to see because what you'll do is you'll, I mean, they'll, you still have the power brokers, you know, you still have problems too with the, the main agencies like the EPA and the, Department of Education, all the, all the bureaucrats. There needs to be some kind of governing principle that these these uh you know DC elites don't just get there and stay forever and push their agenda um, right, because they're part of the swamp too. Yeah, it's well, not, the, it's yeah, not swamp, just it's not just the politicians. Absolutely, absolutely. So, and uh, that's been going on though for so long. The, it's it's going to be hard. Nobody said it's going to be easy, but right, but it can be done. It can be done, and we got to speak truth into that too. Uh, that's why, uh, you know, that's that's why Donald Trump obviously is hated so much. One of the main reasons. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he wants to throw everybody under the bus, as he should. <laughs> you were talking about Vivek earlier, Ramaswamy, yeah. and uh, he'll call some things out, man, and he takes heat for doing it. But everybody, the vast majority of people are like, right on, brother. That sounds, <laughs> yeah. he's saying what everybody else is thinking. <laughs> right. But I will say this, okay. I mean, I personally, and this is just an opinion, obviously, opinion show. Uh, you know, I don't think Ramaswamy will become president, but I, he's the only one besides Trump that's calling people out. Right. Now, yeah. whether you whether there's an agenda behind that, I have no idea. I don't either. Whether he's, you know, there's all kind of theories out there. But, and, but he's at least, at least standing up and saying, you know what? You're full of baloney. You're full of baloney. This is what's really going on, blah, blah, blah. And look, the people need to know these things okay they just do and it's so 
hilarious to the lengths that the Democratic Party will go to to cover it up. Oh, I know. I mean, the scary links. Well, you can watch, you know, just I mean, Hillary press, Clinton, the White House press conference, and oh and, my God. and yeah. they'll they'll you know she spins to her page and the book that gives her her little, <laughs> and it's just like you just if her mouth's open, you, you pretty much assume there's a lie coming out for the most part, or at least a spin. And uh, so you're right, yeah. I mean, it's it's all about coming up. And you know, I think that Ramaswamy studied Trump's playbook, and he's trying to be, you know. And so, hey, and, but, but I don't okay. care who you are. If you're calling out truth, God bless you. The uh, yeah, and you may not win or whatever, but the more people you make aware, yes. good. Yes, and, good. And, the and, more and people you in, make aware. Even in this race for U.S. Senate, um, I'm gonna call things out. I've been calling things out, and and we need that. That is the great sterilizing agent to our political system. People that go unchallenged, there's no accountability. And they'll just keep doing the same thing yeah. over and they over. Get, well, you get emboldened. When you don't have a challenger, you don't have that kind of accountability. You just get more and more emboldened in what you do. And and you cease to represent the will of the people that put you there. And because the vast majority of folks are checked out. They're cynical. They don't keep their finger up. They, they don't know what's going on in D.C. They haven't made it. They haven't made it very easy for people to find out other than whatever narratives pushed on whatever news outlet you watch. And, and most of those are, you know. Exactly. And so um, somebody does have to come along and call it out and say, wake up, everybody. You need to see what's going on. Um, we're, we're floating down the river right towards the, the waterfall. You know, yeah. we're about to go off the side of it. And my theory. Another thing I have on Vivek Ramaswamy is this. Okay, he's 37 years old. I didn't know he was that young. I saw him say that last night. I yeah. knew he was young. I didn't know he was that young. But anyway, regardless, 37, 38. He is on the TikToks. He's on the social media, unlike the older candidates, right. obviously. Trump is because he has people doing it. You know, he knows how to do all that. But Vivek Ramaswamy is really connecting with young people. He, that so, is his base. He, he is. So whether he wins or not, he is exposing the swamp. And that's a people. good thing. Yeah, they wouldn't normally get it. That's you know, right. The uh, I thought it was funny when Nikki Haley and them were giving him grief about having uh, a TikTok. <laughs> he throws it back, well, your daughter's got one. <laughs> <laughs> and look, here's the way I look at TikTok. It's a free marketing tool. I mean, yeah. F-R-E-E. Well, hey, anybody that would, would like to demonize TikTok and leave Facebook and all the rest of them out of it, dude, I, I, I'll tell you, it's, it's very real. Um, back during COVID, I said a few things that, Facebook didn't like. Sure, me too. And, I got um, taken down a and, lot. And I have been shadow banned. They, they, uh, yeah. and I've got proof of it. And most people that if you if you are a conservative voice that speaks truth against a narrative that they want to propagate, they will do everything they can to shut down your reach. And <laughs> they do it to me all the time. Yeah, and, th- and that's how you drive a narrative. You you pull those out that would give a counter narrative, so that the only one you really hear or see the most of is what they want you to see and hear the most of. So. And we um, we have Lloyd Travis on here he's a friend of mine but he asked a question he said i would like to know if this good gentleman would be willing to put up a bill to finally eliminate the state tax and not let delbert kill it before it can come up for vote lloyd the uh believe it or not that is that was one of my priorities getting elected eight years ago and been fighting to get rid of the state income tax i live in desoto county which is right next to tennessee tennessee line my northern boundary they have no income tax. Texas has no income tax. Florida has no income tax. And you look at where all the growth is and where people are moving from all over the country. Mississippi could have be a, that'd be a growth engine in and of itself. Uh, so absolutely, we, we, fought, we fought for, oh, my goodness, two years really hard. But the entire time I've been in office, been fighting to get rid of that. 
Uh, it's it's your money. You know better how to spend it than the government. What it, what's the holdup in that? The most well, you know the, I mean the Senate. Let's just leave it at that. Was the holdup uh, for the two years we pushed really hard in the House. The House was was gung ho trying to get rid of it completely. Um, we had to play a lot of games and hold things hostage and all that. And we eventually got to the point where they agreed to let us do what we did. And it, it it's going to be transformative. It'll be fully phased in in another year or so. Um, the you know my first term. We fought and got rid of the three percent bracket. Then this last one, we we we're getting rid of the four percent, phasing out the four percent, and phasing the five percent, which is the top bracket, down to four percent. So it it should translate to about eight hundred dollars in savings a year to every the average Mississippi household. But we could get rid of that. It, it, you know, I had somebody ask me the other day about what do you think about getting rid of the grocery tax? That's been something I've wanted to do since day one when I got elected because it's a basic necessity. You have to have it to live. You have to have groceries to live. And we're taxing a basic necessity. We don't tax medicine. We don't tax medical devices because it's a necessity. And so if we're going to get rid of something, and maybe there's an appetite to do that before they get rid of the rest of the, the, the remaining bracket. But that would translate to an even bigger savings, believe it or not, to, to most Absolutely. people in Mississippi. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I, every time you turn around, you're being taxed. If, if the American people sat down, and even Mississippians sat down and added it all up between the gas tax and the income tax and the... You know, your pennies for parks tax in your local city and you name it, your property tax, you, you add it all up. You would we'd be throwing tea in the harbor if, if we if we saw the level of how much of what you make goes to fund government. And and I think that the beauty is when you give people money back and they spend it and put it into the economy, it turns over like 12 times. Every time it turns over, it's being taxed. And so you, we've had these huge surpluses in Mississippi the last few years. And a lot of that is because of all that stimulus money that we got during COVID, and it went out to folks, and they went out and bought stuff, and and that money, whoever they bought it from, made money, and they spent it, and then the people that they spent it to, it. Oops, sorry about that. Hit my microphone. <laughs> um, and every time it turns over in the economy, it gets taxed, and so that creates these record tax revenues. Well, imagine if you gave more money back to people of their own money that they earned to keep to spend, it's going to get turned over in tax. And so this whole idea that you're going to leave this giant vacuum and hole that the state's not going to be able to fund itself, it's it's unfounded. I mean, there's all kinds of economic studies that, that prove it. So, yes, I'm 100% for it. And uh, we're going to fight. That, that has been kicked around already. I know in caucus meeting we talked about um, some of the agenda goals. And I know the the governor, when he when he did his uh, swearing in his inauguration, he mentioned getting rid of the rest of the income tax. So there's, I think there's an appetite among a lot of us to do it. The question is, is who's going to be the holdouts? Yeah, and, right. And there will be. And there will be. Oh, absolutely. Because there's a lot of folks that want to spend more money. They'd rather grow government. You know, they want to expand Medicaid. They want to do all these things that's going to cost hundreds of millions of dollars to the state. And they see, well, if we give it back to the people, we're not going to have it to spend. Yeah. And, and that's, going to be the, that's going to be their argument. Yep, that's the typical Democrat argument, though. Yeah. I mean, regardless of what state, what city, nationally, whatever. It, hey, it's a the swamp is alive and well at all levels of government. Your your local little town, your municipality, your, your state, the nation. It, the only difference is the size and the depth of the swamp. And and uh, I tell people that all the time. I'm <laughs> like, look, it starts in wherever you are. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter where you are. That's where it starts. Well, it's human nature. I mean, you got to realize that human nature is the same no matter where you go. It's kind of like people saying, well, I, I don't want to go to church because they're a bunch of hypocrites. Well, do you go to work? I'm, I'm sure there are plenty of hypocrites at work. You know, it's it's human yeah, exactly. nature. It's, it's you're going to find it wherever you're at. Yeah. 
And I love it when they say that. I mean, I don't love it, but I'm just saying that don't make really a lot of sense because everywhere there's a hypocrite. Oh, I know it. I mean, outside the door, wherever you are, in the store. Christians don't have the corner on the market <laughs> for hypocrisy. No. <laughs> no. And, and look, a lot of Democrats have hypocrisy, but they're not the only ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're not. There's Republicans plenty of Republicans that have it, too. <laughs> we see this happening all the time, okay? We do. We see this happening all the time. The Russ man said we do need a list of the holdouts. So, yeah, well, I'm sure that'll be coming out in the I'll future. Come, I'll come back on your show, Daryl, and uh, we'll we'll name names. <laughs> and you yeah. can you, all your listeners can call and, and and put some pressure on them and say, hey, come on now. And that's another thing that I always like to promote on this show here is the fact that look, if you're going to complain about stuff, why don't you call people and complain? Absolutely, because you know you can complain all you want, but if you're not physically complaining to those people the message is probably not going to get across to them that's part of the accountability process you know if you know if you're willing to get engaged and reach out to your elected representation and make your desires known that makes a big difference i mean uh, it doesn't take that much to move the needle in, in in the in the state house or the senate you get a dozen people reaching out to you on a single issue and the world's on fire it's burning down it doesn't take that much to really put some fear or at least uh, strike a chord or, or, or move the needle when it comes to where your representation is at. And so sitting around and, and complaining, you know, it without doing anything but complaining, it doesn't change. Get engaged. Find out who, who represents you. Call them. Ask them out for tea. Send them an email. And put your name and address on the email because if it's ambiguous and it just says one of your constituents, you know, we get emails all the time from folks all around the state says, I'm angry and I'm your constituent. And it's like, well, okay, well, you didn't even give me your name. You did, You give a name and you give a, an address and it's like, oh, I remember walking that street. Oh, I remember your house. And uh, it becomes real. And when it becomes real, people take it serious. So don't be afraid to let them know who you are and that you're watching. And these people that you, these politicians that say, hey, here's my card, here's my cell phone, call them. Yeah. I mean, Dan, I, get, I give mine Dan, out. Dan will be gladly to give his number to you. And hey, if you're in his district while he's state representative and he can help you, he will. There, I help people all over the state. You and I was about to say, <laughs> you don't have to be in his district. It's like, it's yeah. like my guy won't ever call me back. I can't get him to answer. Right. And, and I say, what can I do for you? And, and that when I got into public service, it was because I wasn't being served. And so it was my intent to, to actually do what it was I was not getting before. And so I, during COVID, I helped people all over this state when it came to trying to get exemptions and all of that. They were about to lose their job, um, whether they had a religious or a philosophical uh, problem with, with getting the shot. I mean, it, there's, there's freedom, and I'll stand for freedom no matter where it is. I don't care if it's in my district or not. Uh, if you're a fellow Mississippian, you're my brother or my sister, and I'll do whatever I can to take and and to stand up for you or at least try to point you in the right place or give you whatever answers i can resources i've got access to so yeah and that's the way it should be i mean honestly i mean look people always say well you know and one thing they do say about uh, a certain senator roger wickers he won't ever call me back i do I, hear I that have a lot. Been driving all over the state talking to folks and it is amazing how many people that is what i hear that they don't get called back they don't get they've been reaching out to them for years and years and or that you know it's just they were there in public and, and approached them and got dissed or whatever it is and it's and they're upset and rightfully so um beyond just his voting record 
And I think I think part of that is, like I said, you, you do something long enough. You know how it is. It becomes old. Rote. You do the you start doing the bare minimum after a while. And he's and, and he's over 80. Well, not yet. Or he will be though. He's in his seventies, but the uh, um, but yeah, I mean, and and, and so it, at some point, um, at some point, the dinosaurs have to move on. You got to know. You got to know when you're done, and and that's. I signed a term limits pledge. Uh, should the good people of Mississippi send me to D.C., I, I will. I will not do more than two terms. Um, you know, if they don't want me there after one term, I, okay, great. But that's. But but I'm not going to go be a part of the problem and be there forever. And I think I think if you are, you you tend your your quality of service goes down as well. Not just your being out of touch with, with with the average voter in the state. So there was a town hall in uh, New Hampshire, and as you know, uh, Chris Christie, which I don't know why he was still in there anyway. I, you got <laughs> me on that one too. But he decided to get out of the election. Okay, well I don't even know why you were in the election. But anyway, did he ever have any support? I mean, what, what did he ever poll at? I, I mean, in one state, he polled maybe at like maybe his home state. No, nah, I think it was New Hampshire. Oh, was it donors? You know, whatever. oh, yeah, yeah. But he was caught on a hot mic. Did you hear that? No, I didn't. Okay. Hear so before he got out of the uh, race, he was caught on a hot mic. And uh, I got a copy of the hot mic and uh, what he was saying about Nikki Haley. Uh, I mean, there's no profanity or anything. It just shows you these people don't care. All they care about is money and power. They don't care about anything else. So, um, and destroying Donald Trump, of course. Oh, yeah. But uh, let's listen to this. They don't want to hear it. We know we're right, but they don't want to hear it. Right. And and there's you know we couldn't have been any clearer. Right. We couldn't have been any more any more direct or worked any harder. So, yeah. and let's you know. Yeah. Oh. Well, when you give land to China and places like that. Yeah, that's what you get. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, she spent $68 million so far, just on TV. Spent $68 million so far, $59 million by DeSantis, and we spent twelve. I mean, who's punching above their weight and who's getting a return on their investment, you know? And she's going to get smoked. And you and I both know it. She's not up to this. But she hasn't even and she's still 20 points behind Trump in New Hampshire, right? Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And he's, gonna, he's still going to carry out, right? Yes. Oh, he's, I, t- you know, I talked to De- DeSantis called me, petrified but that I would. He's probably getting out of after Iowa. Well, he's pet- <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Be, always be careful about hot mics, right? <laughs> yeah, be careful what you say. But but look, he, he, he made a good point. So yeah. Nikki Haley has spent $68 million, and basically she's gone all in on new hampshire because the sad part is uh who's up after that her own home state and oh, yeah. trump is demolishing her in her own home state oh yeah demolishing her yeah so <laughs> i think in a fair election trump would demolish pretty much everybody of course he um, would. I, I i think if unless they're successful with getting him off the ballot i i think he'll take mississippi by 60 to 65 percent at least i mean if you if you talk to folks and you you know you look at some polls, I I I think that'll be the numbers at least on the you know on the Republican primary. Absolutely, I don't see anybody. Uh, I mean, I don't even know why they're in the race at this point. But well, maybe we'll they're maybe they're holding out, thinking that the yeah. left will be successful and knock them off ticket, and then it's like you're left fighting over. Right. I don't know. I mean. Um, yeah, because the unfortunate part of all the legal ballots, I mean, all the legal. Um, situations that he has upcoming 
the two-tier justice system deal you know it's, it's it's every day like we said earlier i wake up and go who would have ever met I, I just think about my like my granddad and my grandmother oh yeah what they would be saying right now well you know and i think they'd be saying i mean where am i the sad reality is too that that the vast majority of americans don't realize that an indictment is not a conviction you can be indicted for stuff like I know the first round of indictments that Trump had, there were it was just a small variation, but it was like being indicted for the same stuff. So like, you know, you had forty indictments. Well, ten of those were for the same thing. You oh, know. Yeah, and man. so so it sounds really scary and bad. And unless you know unless you know the law you will think is, Oh my God. Yeah, it's like, oh, he's got all these indictments. Well, you know, you can be indicted for anything. Sure. And be totally innocent. Um, you know, the burden of proof is always on whoever's trying to throw you under the bus or get get a conviction on you um and so that's you know every time you turn around these new indictments and this indictment and their indictment and, and it's it what it does is it's it's kind of a psyop on the the american people because you hear it enough and you, and you start to equate well he's got to be dishonest he's got to be dirty he's got to he wouldn't there's have all these going there's on something here. going there's on here of them, yeah. yeah there's too many of them but like i said you know a lot of those can be for the exact same charge they just exactly. work it a little differently and the way they word it they you know 91 blah 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 yeah but, but, you know, <laughs> So Cindy said, Senator, I mean, excuse me. Oh, Senator Dan, I like the sound of it. Love your thoughts, ideas, morals, and values. Thank you, Cindy. And you have faith and believe. Yeah. Well, look, it's very important to me, and I know it's very important to this gentleman. He spent his entire life in that, in the ministry. But yeah, we've got to get back to common sense and Christian values in the country, generally speaking. And I'm not yeah. talking about anybody specifically. If Even if you're not, let's say you're not a Christian, okay, we still used to have common sense. Right. Well, okay? you know, it's what it is, is, and it's not just Christianity. Whatever, if you are a faith, a, a faith person, if you're a believer in some higher power, then you, you have a particular moral code that tends exactly. to go with that. And, you know, that's one of the things that has made our nation great, both in politics, both in how things are being managed, uh, you know, as a nation, as a state, was that there was a moral compass that most people possessed, and it was rooted in their faith. And as you have people walking away from faith, uh, you know, the there is no moral compass. You are the moral compass. What What is it? What's in it for you as a, as a person? Instead of what's in it for the greater good or what's in it for, you know, what would my, um, you know, belief system dictate that I should do? And and so where we find ourselves is that that um, without without that moral compass, we get the, you know, I think it was um, I don't know if it's Ben Franklin or Thomas Jefferson, one of those guys. They said that, you know, we don't get the government we want. We get the one we deserve. And when you have a society that is losing a moral base and a moral compass, we get a government that also loses theirs. And so you're absolutely right. We need people of faith to run for all levels of government, from dog catcher to president of the United States, because within that, you know, most of most of the freedoms and liberties that we have are enshrined in sort of a faith-based worldview. And exactly. Uh, and 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 you know, it, if you realize where it is our freedoms come from, they don't come from government. Government doesn't give us our freedoms. You know, they were unalienable rights given to us by our creator. And if you cease to believe that, then guess what? They can take those freedoms at any point. That's Be right. Because because they think that they are the grantor of those freedoms. And so that um, was what I said on my show yesterday. Look, they 
they didn't create any of these rights. That's right. As a matter of fact, we didn't create any of these rights. That's right. As a matter of fact, these are God-given rights. And, and that's what separates us from the rest of the world when you, when you look at our Constitution and who we recognize as giving those 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 rights to us we've got to stand up and fight for them because they are they're coming after them every you look at canada and places like that you know that they are putting even you know we talk about the ukraine being a democracy but you've got a guy running the country that is imprisoning anybody that speaks out against them putting them in jail and and uh you know imprisoning priests because you know they happen to be russian orthodox or whatever uh suspending elections that doesn't sound like a democracy there's no freedom there. And, and and so whatever the case is, we have got to stand up and fight for it because we're seeing it even in countries like Canada and places in Europe where you speak, you read a verse of the Bible that they don't agree with and it's hate speech and you, you wind up being, you know, charged with uh, hate crimes. I mean, it's the same, you know, they, when they come up to the, the Jewish people or whatever it is. They, they feel they being those type of people. I'm not saying that all of them are bad people because they're not, of course. Right. But the ones that are coming after the Christians are seriously coming after the Christians. Well, they have a they have an agenda. And they have and that, that is, agenda, and that's what they're going to do. So. Absolutely. And we all have to not only pray up <laughs> and stick together as, a, as just downright good people. It's not even... It's to the point now where, look, I, it doesn't matter if you go to church every Sunday. I don't go to church every Sunday, but it does not mean that I don't have a relationship with God and I'm a Christian. Right, yeah. So all of us Christians out there, just we have to stick together. And like you said, if you're running for city council or if you're running for dog catcher or if you're running for senator or if you're running for whatever it is, we've got to get in there, y'all. To hold on to the actual values of our country. Absolutely. I mean, or they'll be gone. Yeah. We're only a generation away from I just think about all the things that have already gone since me and you were young. And I know I'm a lot older than you, but even since you were young. Yeah. You're not that much older than me. I mean, I don't know your age. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm just saying middle-aged people in yes. general. Yes. It, you know. It's not the same world that we no, grew up in. We lost uh, any type of discipline in, in school. We lost any prayer. We lost the so many other things unless you go to a school but generally speaking we lost all that unless you go to a private school where you pay massive money yeah to go and i mean look i would work 10 jobs to keep my kid out of uh say for example the yesterday when they were taking the kids in new york out of the school but allowing the migrants i saw to that move into that what what, what have we what have we come to? Uh, you know, a nation's only as sovereign as its borders. And if, and if we don't have a border, which we don't on the southern side, that should tell everybody everything. We've yeah. got to fix that. And real quick before we go, what, I mean, really and truly, let's let's just be honest. What, I got a couple of questions from people. First of all, they say, do you support Trump? Who are you supporting in the new? Well, I'm, I'm running my own race right, right now, but, but I, I think you, you could probably gather who I support. The uh, um, Right. I, I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Unless you need a, a public endorsement from me. But I, no, they always, no, say, no, I they always say don't cross your lane. Like if you're running for a race, stay out of other people's races. But I don't uh, need a public endorsement. <laughs> you can go on my just... Facebook page and see who I campaigned for the last two <laughs> presidential cycles <laughs> and probably uh, get a good. Yeah, I don't need a public. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me personally because I know you. Yeah. And it's kind of obvious who you support but i'm for america and america first right exactly <laughs> and if for some crazy re i'm just like him and for some crazy reason if there is a way 
hope to pray to God there's not a way that Trump's not on there, then I'll have to make some difficult choices. But I've got my number one guy and my backup guy. That's the right. Number one same guy same is, with yeah. me. I mean, you kind of have to. Let's yeah. just be honest. And that's it's unfortunate. It's not Nikki Haley, by the way. No, <laughs> no it's definitely not Nikki. And uh, it definitely was not Chris Christie. But Yeah, definitely wasn't him either. All right. So, um, man, I want to thank Dan for hanging out with us again. He's Dan Eubanks. I'm going to let him give you all of his website, Facebook information. Uh, this guy is amazing. He's also um, loves Convention of States. We talk about that already on this show, and we'll be talking about that on this show in the future with him and John Armstrong again, I'm sure. And uh, he'll let you know how to get in contact with him. He's very accessible as he moves over into this upcoming election, which is March is the March 12th is the primary. primary right. And uh, I, I, Daryl, thanks for having me on the show. And, and uh, guys, thanks for listening. Those of you out there that, that listen regularly. Um, you know, I, I need this is going to be a grassroots thing. I know it's a David and Goliath scenario. I knew that when I got into the race. Um, you know, Roger Wicker's got the tons of special interest money. The swamp, <laughs> the swamp, and uh, and and I'm 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 going grassroots. But you know, in my praying about it, the year leading up to it, um, every time I flee Scott, he was like, "Yep, this is what you're supposed to." Do. I'm like, "Okay, Lord, I'm gonna step out of the boat." It's gonna have to be folks telling folks, and so I encourage you uh, to go to my website, danubanks.com, D-A-N-E-U-B-A-N-K-S.com. You can find out where I stand. You can follow me on social media. You can make a donation. Uh, obviously, we do need that. That's the worst part of running a campaign, in my opinion, is having to ask for money and raise money. But but that's a necessary evil to get the message out. Um, and my cell number's on there. My contact information's on there. You can call me. Um, if you want to know where I stand on issues, shoot me a text. I'll be glad to answer it. Um, but I appreciate all the good people I've been meeting on this campaign trail. It's, it's warmed my heart and made me love my state even more uh, to just see how many Patriots, folks that love their country out there, and they're willing to say, yes, I'm going to get engaged and involved. And then come March 12th, show up, vote. We need everybody at the polls. And so uh, that being said, I hope to hear from you or see a lot of you guys out on the campaign trail for the next uh, couple months here. And uh, we'll hopefully be back on Daryl's show talking to you again soon. Appreciate that. And thank you so much. And we enjoyed having you. And you're welcome anytime. And thanks to everybody out there listening. Remember, you can hear this whole thing on the podcast if you miss part of it or all of it or whatever. Tell your friends. UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com is the podcast, and then you choose the player that you want to listen back on. Also, the video will be on Unleashed Entertainment Talk, the page. Uh, we're live the whole time. So, And again, thank you, Dan, and we will see you soon. And, uh, man. All Just right. have a fantastic weekend. It's going to be a little chilly, though. It's going to get cold, guys. Get ready for Monday. It's <laughs> yes, bundle but... up. Well, God bless you guys, and, and uh, God bless our state. All right. Thank you all so much. Thank you for listening. And remember, we must stand up and unleash. Be a part of Unleashed. Until next time, let freedom ring loud. Unleashed. Uninhibited. Unapologetic. Unapologetic.